Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Cloud Wars Live. This is the podcast that's digging into the digital revolution and the incredible changes and ramifications this is having for everyone's lives. Certainly one of the big areas where we're seeing so much changes in the workplace. Uh, what we used to call go into the office, or is it work from home, or is it somewhere in between and hybrid, and which way is all that going? But still, the nature of talent and success is uh, paramount, and uh, so many things going on today that are going to have an impact on that. So we're delighted to have with us one of our longest-running, most esteemed, most lovable monthly guests, Pat Fitzgerald. Pat, good to see you. Good to see you also, Bob. Thank you very much for that introduction. I appreciate that. Well, I just I think you sure deserve it, Pat. And, um, you know, folks, if you've seen some of our work with Pat before, uh, Pat was a longtime executive recruiter in the tech industry. And several years ago, Pat and a business partner founded their own uh, company called CareerAv. And so Pat lives at that edge where people in the talent world who aspire toward bigger and better things meet up with Pat, who also works with the hiring companies, what they're looking for, what they need, what they want. And on the basis of that, Pat's been able on a monthly basis to offer some fantastic counsel and advice to people about what he's seeing, what companies are looking for. And then from the perspective of the the person, that the talent factor in this equation, what they're doing and seeing or should be doing perhaps in seeing. And Pat, I just went into a little more detail there because I think you've got a really fascinating uh, topic to bring to bear this week and uh, just wanted to set a little context for that. Thank you, Bob. I really appreciate the setup. First of all, I want to thank you and wish you and your family a wonderful and blessed 2023. And for your viewers, thank you for the, the comments and frankly, the uh, the views uh, on these podcasts that you've given us. But we really do. I know Bob does also. We both wish you a, a very wonderful 2023. Thank you. Um, thank and you, so Pat. the topic of today's conversation for us is going to be work ethic. Mm -hmm. um, we've had the opportunity, as Bob has allowed me to do, we've talked about how to get jobs and, you know, and what have you. But I think there's a huge opportunity now as we look at the economy and we look at what 2023 might bring, all speculation, we don't know, but we can assume 2023 is going to be challenging based upon certainly the layoffs we're seeing in the tech industry. Now we're seeing some of our, our companies and clients having done already a second layoff. So we can kind of predict that 2023 is going to be a little challenging, more so than certainly the last couple of years. <clears throat> Excuse me. I want to start today with say, saying that I, I'm blessed. I've been allowed to be in a career I so love. And I've been in it now for 40 you know, years, for four decades. Uh, for those that actually can remember, that's pre-computer. I started in the recruiting business before there were personal computers in the, in the offices. And over the years, I've learned from both mistakes and successes, mostly mistakes. Um, and the one thing that I think that I'd love to hope I'll be able to convey through today's conversation is the things I learned back then before computers, when it was all live send outs and, you know, on the telephone is it's about building a personal network and personal credibility. And I hope that will resonate through today's conversation because I believe that foundation is still essential for success in building your career today. I want to talk about all levels of workforce 
at the executive level looking to go into the C-suite, at the middle management, mid-career level players that are really looking to differentiate their career, but also the early talent, the millennials and the early talent. And, and I want to really kind of point out that in today's world, in today's workspace, um, there's been so many different changes, certainly through COVID. Uh, I don't believe those will stay strong. And I think we need to talk about that. I think virtual office space and virtual workspace uh, is going to stay with us. It's always been a part of the tech world, right? Mm -hmm. Account reps are, are virtual. We've always seen that on a on a scale. But I, I think that the COVID opened up doors for most employees to do virtual. And I honestly believe today, particularly for the early talent and millennials, that's a detriment mm -hmm. because then... I grew up in the recruiting space when we were in a bullpen yeah. and I sat beside the biggest and best and brightest in my industry when I was just a novice and I watched them. Uh, I, I, by nature, let me, let me digress. By nature, I'm an introvert. I, I, I'm not a big crowd person. This conversation Bob's allowed me to, uh, to, to do is more of a learned behavior. And I think if I can learn to change my behaviors, I went to school to be an accountant, a CPA. So you all can know that I'm an introvert. Um, but this personality that I show and when I'm on a personal phone call, I'm, that's my best because I like the one-on-one -on -one interaction. And I think that's an important discussion for us to have today about you know, really building your personal net worth by establishing a personal network and knowing at different stages in your career when you want a mentor. And you can ask at, at early stages, if your coworker is really good at what they do that he or she does, you can ask them if they're willing to spend a little time with you. Mm -hmm. There's no harm in it. Let me digress. Today, we're seeing in the world, particularly through you know, the virtual workforce, we're seeing, I think, a big rise in job jumping. And I've seen it at middle management, middle career, and certainly early talent. And I think that's a huge mistake. Now, I know that there are companies out there, you know, that are going to be in trouble. And there are bosses out there, you know, that frankly aren't that good. So, yes, there are reasons to make a job change. But your due diligence is important. We talked about this. Actually, hopefully this carries on from last conversation. We talked about this before. Do your due diligence in the interview. Know what the manager, is, you know, what his or her reputation is in the marketplace. You can find that out just by doing enough research. You are accountable. There's no one on this planet that's accountable to your career success other than yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's where we want to really focus. I want to be able to have a conversation really that talks about, you know, where the world is going, certainly in the economy and the layoffs that we're seeing this year. I do believe virtual work is going to be pulled back in. I don't think it's ever going to stop. It never did. But I don't think it's going to be as broad and as big as it is today. But I also want to say today, and I'm repeating myself, forgive me for this, but I want to say today for those early talent that are learning how to build their work ethic, being in the office, working side by side seeing other people's successes and failures is, is exactly what you need to learn and how to do that. Do not, please, if you come away with anything today, do not be so anxious or so overvalued of yourself that you look at, I need a job, I need an advancement after 12 months. Really, if it's your first company, you need to learn how to build a work ethic 
And that takes two or three years, and it takes a lot of successes and failures. The job jumping and problem in today's world, I think, is really a detriment. As a hiring executive, I've always looked at and, and, and advising some of the best and brightest executives in how to hire and build their own internal culture. One of the things we have always looked for are people that stay within a, you know within their current employer and they get career advancements within their current employer. Yeah. You can stay too long. 20 years might be too long. But there is this for us that have looked for, you know, how to hire the right talent and how to build, as we talked two sessions ago about culture, how to build that culture. We look for those people that have been valued in their current employer and 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 received advancement and success in their current roles. Today, I think in the economy, I think we're going to see. Uh, the 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 unemployment rate rise. I think we're going to see the job market soften. And I think as we look into the end of 2023, I could be wrong. I'm not an economist. I could be wrong. But I think I think it's a bit predictable. We're going to certainly see, you know, the job market soften dramatically, which is going to be back, you know, to where we've certainly seen in the past. That means that we as hiring executives, Bob knows this, he's done a lot of it also, we are looking for people that have proven their ability and that actually have really begun to work on their personal work ethic. And Pat, in hard times as well as good times, right? Yep. Well, actually, honestly, so my experience in hard times, I, I, like I said earlier, I've been in the business now four decades. I started my first agency in the depths of the recession of 1990. I found that I, I, you know, I didn't have as many searches back then as I certainly did years earlier and years later. But I found that those clients that were still laying off were still looking for critical hires. They still need every one of these employers today that are doing layoffs are also doing hiring because they have critical needs. Now, they're shifting, they're tightening down their requirements, they're recognizing, you know, the scale and the culture fit and, and the personality dynamics. That means you, as an employee, all of us at any level, needs to be accountable for our own work ethic. Uh, my analogy in today's marketplace is it's, it's like a church, non-denominational, that only preaches God's love. When they only do that, they're only preaching one side of it. They're failing their parishioners by not teaching the ramifications of the choices of sin. Mm-hmm. And it's the same dynamic in our work ethic where we look at only successes as being really how we advance. No, you only learn in your failures. Mm-hmm. I learned from being terminated, you know, in my early days, you know, but by knowing that I needed to change my attitude. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm suggesting strongly today. Pat, uh, you know, I, I do think it's interesting, right, whether people are my age or middle age or younger, whatever it might be. But some people say, you know, I have been so unlucky. I've had five jobs and every one of those five jobs, I was surrounded by idiots. And I just want to say to them, gee, that's the odds of that are pretty, pretty low. Did you ever take it? But, um, you know, I understand a part of human nature is we want to believe that what we're doing is right. But you're your point here, I think what you're stressing to people is you can be in a company that's great, medium, not so great, good times, bad times, uh, but it's up to you to make a mark there. And perhaps in some situations, the mark is I can't make the whole company rise, but I can learn. And you've made this great points a number of times here. 
if you're not trying to do new things, then you're you're never going to have a chance to either have a big success or a big failure. And you can learn from the failures, not just by being in the middle of the pack and staying safe and keeping your head down and hoping nobody will notice you. So, Pat, I think it's this great point about the work ethic. And there's a lot of sort of touchy-feely stuff swirling around today, and that's fine. There's a place for that and all. But everybody needs to recognize, I think, this big point you're making here is one person, one person only is responsible for your success or failure, your happiness, and that's you. Absolutely. And time you want to choose to waste by blaming the other dumb people who didn't recognize you or didn't give you enough freedom or latitude, you know, all that other stuff, it's just, it is a waste of time. Absolutely, Bob. And 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 that brings us into a lot of really important points that we hopefully will be able to kind of convey. Work ethic doesn't necessarily mean you have to be the first in every day and the last out. Yeah. That's not what it means at all. It means that your boss and the people above you and your peers have to recognize you as executing the job. In today's virtual world, it doesn't matter. I don't care that my employees are working, you know, 10 o'clock in the morning or 10 o'clock at night. It, that's up to them. If they get their job done and they deliver and they execute, I'm very happy. And to me, there is a lot of variation today in a, and bosses that, that allow for those people to be certainly create their own flexibilities. But you're the only one that's accountable to building your own work ethic and your reputation in the marketplace. You can be, and again, you can be in companies that are, are not very good, but you're still going to learn. And you, and you might be able to be the one that shines in that environment. Um, you need to be the person that, frankly, focuses. I, I've read, we've all read many self-help books. The one thing that I took away from The Millionaire Next Door and many of those other self-made, you know, and, and, and we even hear it today, you know, from Shark Tank leaders and what have you. The one thing that successful executives and entrepreneurs focus on is time. Mm-hmm. Not money, not coworkers. It's time, time management, their own personal time. They're accountable for executing and delivering and being on time and frankly being prepared to actually execute and deliver when you're in the middle of, you know, whatever it is that you do. It doesn't matter if you're an engineer or a CEO. It doesn't matter. You've got to be prepared. And if you're focused on the wrong things, I'll give you a good example. One of the other statistics Bob and I talked about earlier is I've read recently, or I've, I continue to see it, is that the early talent, millennials and early talent, are, are now being viewed as people that are being paid for 40 hours a week and only working 20 or less because they're spending a tremendous amount of time on social media when they are in their job. To me, as an old school you know, uh, employee and executive, I think that's stealing. That's just the way I see it. I think there's a place for social media and there's a value for social media. It can help you continue to grow your, you know, your, your reputation in the marketplace. But it isn't the, it isn't the excuse to not get your job done. And I think that's a problem that we're certainly seeing today. Um, Pat, you know, the part of it is you know, of all the great pieces of advice you've offered here, I think the one that comes back to is uh, for all of us at whatever point in our career, or our life we choose to be, there's one person, you know, who who has responsibility for what we do. And it, it comes back to us, right? And you can say, well, you know, my friends over at this company, 
are allowed to do these things and they're allowed to bring their dogs in and, you know, all that, you know, but, um, you know, uh, companies weren't created to create jobs. They were created because whoever owns the company had a vision about what he or she wants to be able to do. And the people that they give the, I would say, privilege to come aboard and have a job and be paid or expected then to contribute to this larger effort of it. Um, Pat, the new co-CEO at Workday, Carl Eschenbach, uh, and a year from now, he'll become the sole CEO at Workday. Uh, He had some very interesting comments uh, that his sort of views of life in the world uh, on the Sequoia website where he's from. And one that really stuck out to me said, life is not a dress rehearsal. That Every day you should be out there doing the best you can to really make a difference. And if you do that, he said, other people are going to notice whether you want to be a single contributor. Great. They're going to value that. You want to be a leader. They want to come with you. That's right. And Pat, I just think it's so important. So yeah, in some ways, I agree with you. you know, there might be some people who see this conversation say, ah, oh, that's old fashioned. I'll say, well, okay, you know, I'll, I'll take that. But old fashioned, I think, is as current today in this context that's right. as anything could be. Absolutely, Bob. And I appreciate you, you know, highlighting a lot of the points. Some of the old fashioned characteristics, like we talked earlier, about personal networks, yeah. about Watching your, you know, your coworkers and your managers and your executives succeed and fail. Again, we we learn from our failures. We learn from our bosses' failures. We know what we don't want to. It's like being a father, right? It's not it's not an easy task, and there's no books on it. There's plenty of coaches, and and I and I refer a lot of my executive friends to coaches on personal characteristics when they want to change that. But for career steps and advice. As I've mentioned earlier, I'm at the stage in my career where I'm frankly starting to look at the possibility I might want to retire. I love what I do. So for me, it's still I enjoy what I do. But I will offer today to anyone that wants. I'm not a coach. I can refer you to coaches that are brilliant in their, in their perspective areas. But I can guide you and and teach you how to really look at how to make your career and advance your career and frankly build the characteristics in some of the old school and the new school. Mm-hmm. So anyone that is interested, I'm going to offer my email, which is pat at careerav.com. Uh, and I would gladly help you and, and discuss with you an opportunity on how to really look at navigating your career. It, it takes, it takes a full-time job to find a good job. Yeah. It takes a full career to manage and navigate the right career. You're mm-hmm. gonna make mistakes. You, you, and particularly for the early talent, find a job. We said this last time, I'll repeat it. Find a job you like, look at who the manager is, make sure you can work for that person and frankly you can learn from that person, but learn, learn how to actually build a career, a work ethic and be able then to navigate how you wanna manage your career as you start to hit your mid-career stride and what have you. You can't get everything too quickly. You've got to focus in on building that reputation in the, in the network you have, looking for mentors, both mentors that, that can teach you good things and bad things. <laughs> My partner said there were two things that we, are, that we can control. There's only two things we individuals control, and that's effort and attitude, nothing else. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, that really resonates with me. We as an individual 
I've been fortunate enough to have these wonderful roles in my 40 years that I've been able to advise, as Bob knows, some of the best and brightest executives in the marketplace. I've also been able to guide, <clears throat> help guide other individuals as they manage their career path forward. And those things, they, they will take deviations at times too, depending upon, you know, really what company you're in and what opportunities, you know, can be there. But work ethic, I think, is essential. It is old school, but it isn't going to change. If you look at what you like it or not, what Elon Musk is saying, he wants them all back in the office. My advice to the early talent is you should be in the office because you want to sit around and, you know, and learn and, and, and observe and change your personal behaviors, knowing exactly what the job, you know, demands of you. You should want to be in that, you know, in the work environment and want to, you know, request mentors throughout the different parts of your career. Hopefully this resonates. 2023, I think, is going to be an interesting year, a challenging year, but I hope this really does open up opportunities for you know all of us to really look at where we are and and what we want to be what is success that's hard for each of us to describe but you know i do think that we have enough you know examples of amazing success in the marketplace today and these people that are so successful wasn't handed to them yeah yeah they will each one of you tell you they worked really hard they worked long hours they worked really hard to get their you know their advancements the way they the, the, the way they deserved it and to me that's essential today pat thanks i love the you know points you've made the hard-earned wisdom and the fact that this isn't just some fad that you've sort of stumbled over in the last 12 or 18 months this is over uh, a handful of decades and uh so you've seen a good times bad big companies old you know uh I would say modern times versus not so modern times, having lived through all of those as well. Pat, I just want to leave with, uh, on one note here. In a, another uh, Cloud Wars Live episode we did recently with Christian Anschutz, he was saying that uh, any CEO who believes that just by saying, here's a mandate about coming to the office five days, four days, three, he said, you know, at some point you have to make that. He said, why not go the other way and say, I'm going to make this office environment so interesting, so enriching, so uh, valuable to you. Everybody's going to be desperate to come here. Um, and I just think that's another way to look at it. So all of us have to tinker with this modern time. Nobody owes the uh, the talent folks uh, anything unique or unusual other than an opportunity to get in. And the people on the other side have to see this as you can make all the mandates you want. If you don't create a lively, stimulating, interesting, valuable place People are going to go elsewhere, and you've you've exactly. hit on that. So we all have our work ethic challenge to pursue, Pat. And thank you for the thoughts on that. It gives us it, it, again. It goes back to what one of the core conversations we've had through many of our prior podcasts, which is culture. Yeah, company culture. It it, it takes design. It takes effort. It takes a vision. It takes insightfulness by the executive to actually know what they want as a culture, build their team around that culture and actually build that culture. And to your point, those executives to, you know, that are mandating, you know, coming back into the office without actually creating a culture of it's because we want you to be successful. That is again, you know, that's a question mark that you have to really look at. So culture is the key, but in order for you to be successful in a wonderful culture, which there are many companies with wonderful yeah. cultures, you have to differentiate yourself and be someone that all your executives and all your coworkers know 
gets things done. You might be a subject matter expert. You might be a brilliant manager. It really doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter what industry you're in, be it technology or otherwise. You need to differentiate yourself. And we said it earlier, the only one in control of your career is you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Pat, perfect, perfect uh, summation there. Thank you. Uh, and Pat, is always a pleasure. And just want to be sure, folks, this is Pat Fitzgerald, who's a founding partner at Career Ave. And Pat mentioned his email address earlier. I'm going to ask you, Pat, to repeat that. And it'll also be in the show notes. Thanks, Bob. I really appreciate it. Again, I appreciate the time as always, Bob. My it, my business email is pat at careerav, C-A-R-E-E-R-A-V-E dot com. Perfect. Well, Pat, thanks again. Always a pleasure to see you. And folks, thanks to all of you for being with us here at Cloud Wars Live. I hope 2023, I want to share Pat's good wishes to all of you that it uh, is the best year ever, whatever uh, challenges it might throw at us. Thanks for being with us. Thanks, Bob.